It is Casey Washak here, co-creator of the Fit and 42, and your host, your captain, your navigator to the Fit and 42 life. Guys, yesterday I had a great conversation with my daughter, Charlotte, and uh, it all stemmed from her noticing a man, an older man, riding his skateboard as we were driving around. And she said to me, Dad, isn't he too old? to be riding a skateboard and that obviously sparked a great conversation and hopefully I shifted the way she looks at things and and hopefully I potentially shifted her future um I'm sure we're gonna have more conversations like this but I, I want to tell you how that conversation went and I also want to expand on it because you're not seven <laughs> so let me um let me tell you how that went so she said to me, like, Dad, isn't he too old to be riding a skateboard? And that reminded me of a great quote that's, that goes something like this. You don't stop playing because you get old. You get old because you stop playing. And I just think, whenever I hear that, I think about people in my life, family, friends, acquaintances who 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 justify cutting things out of their life things that they've enjoyed or things that they may be afraid to start doing because they're too quote unquote old to do that and um it's funny because in our gyms i would say the average age is probably late 40s, early 50s. Uh, and we definitely, I mean, the oldest client I personally train is 87. And we have people who are nowhere near 87. And my family, especially, are like, oh, I'm too old to start working out. I'm like, well, that's that's why you're getting old is because you're not moving your body. You're not, you know, you're not getting a little sweaty. You're not getting your, you know, your heart rate up. You're not breathing heavy at any point in your life. And if you are breathing heavy, like when you walk up a flight of stairs, that's a huge red flag that maybe we should start doing something. But let's not just talk about fitness and exercise. Let's talk about things you used to do that you now say you're too old for. And so I want to challenge that mindset. And I don't, I don't know how it creeps in, but I've mentioned this in earlier podcasts, that whenever you stop something and then you restart it, there is a transitional period that hurts. You're paying for your sins, as I like to call it. You're paying for the fact that you weren't consistent with whatever it is. If you like to ski, for example, the first time out on the slopes for the season, you're going to come off 
the slopes and you're going to be sore. Because you haven't done it for all summer. And now the winter's here and and the first time through it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but that's the price you have to pay for joy, for happiness. And I think what scares a lot of people is going through that uh, that period of time where they're uncomfortable to, to reach that joy, to reach that happiness. And I really believe that if you don't find yourself in that mindset of being too old, you feel free to do whatever you want, to try new things, to do things that you've done since you were young, and you're not bogged down with this ball and chain of this horrible mindset that you're too old. You know, it's crazy because I told you, like, the the average age in my gym is late 40s, early 50s. Let's just say it's 50 years old. So if you're listening to this and you're around 50, realize you still have a good 40, 50 years with modern medicine on this planet. So what are you going to do? Are you going to slowly chip away and and start deleting things that you were doing the first 40, 50 years and say, like, now, now I can't do that? And then, then that's gone. And then guess what? Because you deleted that thing, it starts to compound. Because you're not moving as much or you're not doing as much, the things you are doing start getting harder. So then you delete another thing. Until you are sitting on the sofa staring at the TV all day, every day. And I truly believe, guys, I mean... Uh, I've worked, I, I work with a lot of people with multiple sclerosis. I work with, uh, some elderly people, as I said, 87 years old. And if I would have called Arthur elderly to his face, he punched me because he doesn't see himself that way. The man still works. He's an accountant. And I truly believe that that's the reason He's in such great shape. He's so witty. He's so sharp. And like I'm talking mentally, but then physically, there's nothing he can't do. I truly believe it's because he never stopped moving. Twenty years ago, I started training him, um, and he. He was active before then. Unfortunately, I, like that's just when I met him. That's when I moved to this area 20 years ago, and then that's when uh, we crossed paths and we started training together twice a week for the last 20 years. And he keeps his brain sharp. He's an accountant. He's working with numbers all the time. And I truly believe that's why he's he hasn't aged the way a lot of people do. 
I feel like a lot of people start saying they're old, and then that starts creeping in, and then they actually do start becoming old. And it's weird because I'm in Southern California, and a 50-year-old woman in Southern California is not a 50-year-old woman where I'm from on the East Coast. And that's horrible to say, but there's a different mentality. And, uh, you know, weather might play uh, a role in that because it's sunny 300 days a year where I live in Southern California. And we obviously have seasons back in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. So I do believe, like like cars, for example, cars in Southern California last forever, where the the rain, the snow, just beats cars down uh, where I'm from on the East Coast. So I believe there's there's something to that. But there's definitely a different mentality. I feel like people start start like punching out, you know, the clock in, uh, you know, where I'm from on the East Coast, feeling like at 55 years old, they're, they're you know, they're just going to ride out the time that they have left on Earth. Whereas I feel like people in Southern California uh, aren't even getting started at 50. And so it was a, definitely a culture shock for me when I moved uh, from the East Coast to Southern California and seeing just that difference. Like my, my own family is a prime example of, of people feeling like they're old. And they don't, people don't realize the laundry list of ailments is from not moving nine times out of ten. We see it all the time in the gyms where someone comes to us in pain. My back hurts. My neck hurts. My knee hurts. Well, what have you been doing? First of all, have you gotten these diagnosed? No. Okay. So we have no idea if, if this is truly a thing, if you truly have something wrong and you need surgery, or if this is just from an activity. And a lot of times we ask them to go get checked, and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. But a lot of the times, more times than not, just the simple act of moving your body through different ranges of motion, the way nature intended, loosening everything up, if you will, getting the blood flowing, getting the heart beating a little bit, all of a sudden, over time, the ailments start going away. And then it kind of, I don't know if you guys remi- uh, remember this movie. It was a great movie with Robert De Niro and uh, Robin Williams. It's called Awakening. It reminds me of this. It's about, um, I haven't seen it in a long time, but there were people who were pretty much like they were vegetables. They were like in like a, a 
a conscious coma. And then they were given this um this uh this drug, this pill, and they started to come alive again. And they were like they were talking, moving, they were walking, they weren't in wheelchairs anymore, they they weren't in that coma anymore. And then for some reason I, I like I said, I haven't watched it in a long time. For some reason, uh they stopped taking the pill and they ended up going exactly back to the way they were. And I see that happen so often inside our gyms because for whatever reason, people break the cycle of exercise and moving their bodies, and then all of a sudden, those old ailments start coming back. And it's it's heartbreaking because a lot of times, those a lot of times those individuals almost forget how how good they were feeling. So let's say they went on vacation or so like I said in Southern California we get a lot of snowbirds from different areas of the country from Canada, from the the northwest, even the midwest. People come here during the winter when it's like 65 70 degrees. And then they go back home during the summer when it gets really hot here. And then during that summertime months back home, they don't do much. They go back into their, you know, regular routine back home, which doesn't include exercise a lot of the times. And then when they come back, they're afraid to start back up because they're back in pain. And it's... And then they start getting that mindset that we we had worked for like four to six months on shifting. Look, you need to do more. You need to be active more. And they're like, well, I'm too old. My my neck, my back, my knee. I'm like, well, that wasn't hurting when you were moving. But you stop moving. It's almost like the Tin Man. Then you start stiffening up, calcifying. And so then hopefully we could reach them and then we start that process all over again. And it's, it's sad to see and it happens so many times. But I, I truly feel, and I don't know why, that over the course of the years, maybe it's responsibilities we have, maybe it's, you know, obviously, you know, we're young, we're moving around, we're doing things, then all of a sudden we get married, have kids, and priorities shift, and we forget about us, and then we start, like I said, start turning into that tin man and start getting a little stiff, and then you don't want to start something because you know it's going to hurt, and you don't want to go through that transitional period I talked about, so then you just put up with it, and you just start cutting things out even more, but I challenge you, that's not a way to live. That's not living. That's surviving. That's not thriving. That's surviving. That's I made it through another day. And my reward is this couch and these TV shows. And it's 
it's not how I want to live my life. And I hope I can reach people and get them to, if that is kind of what they're doing right now, I hope I can reach people and have them shift. And I just, as a father of two young kids, I see on a daily basis my kids trying all sorts of new things, exploring not only this this earth and they're just inquisitive, but exploring their bodies. I'll post a video of my son and this guy... (laughs) He's just trying to figure stuff out, see what he's capable of doing. He's four. And we'll put some music on and he'll just start like he break dances. I have no idea where he got it from. He he pulled out a piece of cardboard, putting it put it on our living room floor and started break dancing. I don't know where he saw this. I'm not break dancing around the the uh the house. But the piece of cardboard is what threw me. I'm like, how did he know to do that? That's like 80s breakdancing out, you know, out in the middle of the street. I was like, that's crazy. But it's so cool to watch. This guy's just seeing like, what if I put my leg over here? What if I put my arm over there? What happens when I do this? And he's just trying to figure it out. And I think that's a big, big part of life that a lot of us have excluded especially as we gotten older is we stop exploring we stop trying to figure out what we're capable of uh both mentally and physically and we just try to survive and so going back to my original conversation with charlotte um what what a couple of things I was talking about with her is, you know, what's really cool, Charlotte, is we have no idea what that guy's story is. We have no idea if he's been skateboarding since he was your age and he just loves it. It makes him feel young. It's something that he's been able to enjoy all these years. Or is it something that he just picked up a, a year or two ago, maybe? At his age, he said, you know what? Something I've always wanted to try? Skateboarding. We have no idea. But if I had to bet, I would say it was something that he's always done. And he continued to do. And the only reason why I say that is that I feel like it's so rare for people to try new things. And uh, so I I joke around with my family and friends, and I say I'm an acquirer of skills. There's things I want to learn. There's things I want to do that I want to basically put on my like resume of life. And and I think I personally that's that's just how I operate. I'm like you know. I'm I'm about to be 40 years old this year. That means I have at least 50, 60 more years, God willing. And where could I be? Where could I be in a year? If I decided, and I always, I, I always use this analogy because 
Um, I think it gets across to people, but I, I talk about this, you know, in our, in our gyms a lot. And like, if I decided to practice piano one hour a day for a year, how good could I be at the end of a year? What if I decided to learn Chinese? The hardest language there is besides English what if I decided to learn Chinese and just study Chinese one hour a day? How fluent would I be in Chinese at the end of a year? I think too many people, when they're trying to start new things, look at where they're starting from and how far the finish line is. Instead of breaking it down into small, manageable pieces, if I just did this, how about this? I hear this all the time. What if you read 10 pages a day of a book? You'd probably be done with that book in a few, a few weeks. And so how many books would you read a year? But just, just focus on getting through 10 pages. And there's going to be days where that hour or those 10 pages feel like a lifetime. And then there's going to be days where you're like, you know what? I got another 10 pages in me. Or you know what? That like I'm 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 in I'm in the zone. I'm going to do another hour of piano or Chinese, whatever it is. There's but the minimum Create a minimum of like an hour or 10 pages or something, 30 minutes, whatever it needs to be to get you started and put your head down and just focus on that. Stop looking at the finish line. I'll tell you in the Marine Corps, one of the most famous sayings when we were doing our, our hikes, our marches is, you know, I have like a hundred pounds on my back and a machine gun. And we're walking up the mountains. And whoever's leading that hike would say, it's just over that hill. Well, guess what? Once you start getting to the top of that hill, boom, there's another hill. And that just crushes you mentally. Because you start thinking, oh, I'm close, I'm close. And then all of a sudden, once you start getting towards the peak of that that mountain, that hill, there's another peak that's a little higher. And so what we learn to do is just put our head down and walk. Don't try to figure out where the finish line is and just keep walking. Just put one foot in front of the other and you will just, and then all of a sudden you're at the top and you didn't have the mental, uh, like, you didn't have to struggle mentally to to stay with it. You just put your head down and did your hour, did your half hour, put your foot in front of the other, did those 10 pages, whatever it needs to be to get it done. So I was, I feel like a lot of my, my podcasts are going to be derived from conversations I have with my kids because uh, I, I believe truly that 
you know, obviously our kids come into this world as a clean slate. And, you know, I've made a ton of mistakes in my life. Uh, I feel like through the course of the years with everybody that I've interacted with, all the books I've read, all the courses I've taken, um, all the relationships and conversations I've had, that I've, I've acquired some knowledge and wisdom. And I can pass that along to my kids. So hopefully they don't have the same troubles that, uh, that I've gone through. Or, or learning some different troubleshooting techniques, whatever, life hacks, whatever you want to call it, from other people that I've, I've been around. And so if I could pass those along here as well, it's going to be a little harder, I believe, because we're all like kind of set in our ways. But I truly believe people can change if they want to. So that being said, guys, don't get old. Don't stop playing. So I hope this this podcast kind of sparks something in you and maybe awakens something that you you've been kind of eyeing from afar, thinking to yourself, you know, I'd like to start doing that again. Or, you know, that's something that's really interested me that I've never started. And I'd like, I'd like for you to post that in our, our closed group, the Fit and 42 Life, and let me know kind of what that is. And here's what I'm going to do, guys. In that group, I'm also going to post a picture of Colin. So I forgot to mention Colin just doesn't pull out the cardboard and dance. He's got to rip his shirt off. So he's got to take his pajama top off and because he likes to see his muscles. He's like, and uh, so that's, that actually can be another podcast another time. But, um, but I'll post a video in there of, of Colin doing this thing. And uh, hopefully it brings you as much joy as it brings me. So take care, guys. Keep shooting for the stars, and I'll talk to you soon.